Hello, passengers, and welcome to a very special World UFO Day episode. All right. Bet you guys weren't expecting this. I am your host, Jonathan Sayer, the conductor of the cryptic, and this is the Midnight Train, right? And with me, of course, is Logan. Hey, hey. I got to let the whole thing play out for you. Okay, here you go. And right. we have a special guest here. We have Jeff Butko. Sean, Sean Connery. <laughs> it's Jeff Butko. I'm here for the train. Of course we had to have him in here because it is World UFO Day. And basically what, oh, yeah. what World UFO Day is, if you're not familiar with it, is every, they want, um, they, when I say the proverbial they, they want everyone to look to the sky this evening to see if you happen to see any unidentified flying objects. And if you do, you need to freak out, load your gun, start shooting everything in sight. Get your prepper (laughs) bag. Is that what you do? Yeah, get your prepper bag on your back and run. Oh. Run to the hills. Oh. Oh. Who sings that? Oh, wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing I didn't know. know. So, okay, first and foremost, this is a, uh, it's a, it's a special yeah. Right? This is, a, this is a Midnight Train special. This is a special I show. Think, right. I think you could call it a holiday. A holiday special? Yeah. Yeah, the U- World UFO Day holiday special. I love it. That's that's going to be the, the whole... Shtick? Shtick. Shtick. <laughs> the, the title. The shtick for the, Sean Connery. The titular. Hunt for the Blue October. <laughs> so, okay. So, basically, Logan, I want you to explain to all of our amazing passengers out there, what what what, what are we talking about today? So, today, we're going to be talking about a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, by the name of, uh, I'm going to let dad kind of, you know, say his name. Yeah, it's already screwed up. Um, I can see it right now. I'm going to so, screw this up so bad. But basically, this is a, uh, this, uh, this is, this is an episode on that not all people who have seen UFOs or have been abducted by aliens are not just your weird common people. Sometimes they're weird millionaires. This is a weird ass UFO story. You're welcome. All right. So <laughs> born on April 5th, 1962, Kirsten Nikolaevich Ilyonzonov. That's actually really good. I feel, like I, got you. I feel like I got that. Wow, that was actually really good. Kirsten Nikolaevich Ilyonzonov. I had it. Ilyonzonov. I got that. That's very good. I feel like I did right, right? What yeah. would his jersey look like? It would say Yuri number one. <laughs> space rope? <laughs> With He would have space rope the whole time. He's amazing. So he was a Russian businessman and politician. Okay. From 1993 to 2010, he served as the president of the Republic of Kalmykia, okay, in the Russian Federation. From 1995 to 2018, he presided over FIDE, the organization that governs the world of chess. Oh, you know this yeah. one? I see where yeah. this is going. Yeah. In addition, he has led the charge in promoting chess in Russian and foreign schools. The publishing firm uh, Novi hmm, Zigliad was founded by him. Okay, so big chess guy. Big chess so guy. Big Bobby chess guy. Fischer is a alien? No. Who the hell is he, Bobby Fischer? He was the chess wizard. No, that's the pinball wizard. No, that's Tommy. That's He plays a mean pinball. Oh, yeah. He plays a mean pinball. So many crossovers. Oh, wrong show. Sorry. There's so many crossovers. So many crossovers. Make sure you guys are listening to Icons and Outlaws. All right. We just dropped a bonus. So all you Patreon, if you're not a Patreon um, subscriber, get on there and do that. And these are the kinds of things we do, like this little bonus we're doing for you today. A special, if you will. Anyway, going on. In the Kalmyk city of Elista, uh, Il... Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) We're just going to call him Kirsten. 
Kerosene was born as the whole comic population was sent to Siberia in the comic deportations of 1943. His parents were among the victims. Kerson's own family had a distinguished history of resistance to the Germans. Uh-oh. He was named after a great uncle who served in the Red Army during the Russian Civil War and committed suicide after being ordered to execute large numbers of captured whites. That sounds bad. What? What? What's, define whites. That's the uh, people that aren't part of the Red Army. So the opposing side. Correct. Okay. Hail Hydra. Wow. Yeah. He was raised in Alista after Stalin's demise when the comics were permitted to reappear. He had a keen interest in chess at an early age, and at the age of 14, he won the Kalmykian National Chess Championship. All right. Oh, Kirsten here uh, worked as a mechanic fitter at the Zvezda uh, factory in Elista from 1979 to 1980. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He spent two years in the Soviet Army before returning to the factory to work as a mechanic there for another year. From 1983 to 1989, he pursued his education at the Moscow State Institution of Foreign Relations. Sounds like he's got it going on, something, you know. He worked as a sales manager for the Soviet Japanese automaker Liko Raduga, a Soviet Japanese. What? (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. Right? That's weird. In Moscow from 1989 to 1990. From 1990 to 1993, he served as uh, as president of the SAN Corporation in Moscow. With the development of the private sector after the fall of the USSR, uh, Kirsten amassed his riches. I, every time I see that name, I have to look and see what his first name is because I am not <laughs> saying that anymore. Ilyumshinov. Ilyumshinov. That's, that's how you say it. Ilyumshinov. I got it. Yeah. Ilyumshinov. Ilyum. Like an idiom, but not the D. It's an L. So, Ilyum. Kirsten. Um, David is the only child Kirsten and Danera um, have, actually have together. Sanal and Vyacheslav. Ah, those are the other two brothers. They also exist, okay? So we're talking about the whole family now. I'm just trying to keep up. Yeah, keep keep up. Catch I'm, up, I'm Mustard. Keeping up. I'm keeping up. All right. He is currently embroiled in his third marriage, okay, since two, uh, July of 2007, July, ah, July 27, 2021, Diana uh, Dim, uh, Dimitrovina, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Russia, and I know you listen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's his just third spouse. Let's yes. give them nicknames. Her name's Diana. We'll just go with that. Dirty Diana. Yeah, we'll Sorry. call her Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana. Okay. The other guy's Special K. Okay, special perfect. K. Yeah. <laughs> he is fluent in English, Japanese, and speaks a bit of Korean, Mongolian, and Chinese, in addition to his native Kalmyk and Russian. Dude's all over it. He's like C-3PO, man. Yeah. Pretty much, man. That's awesome. So Special K served as the Republic of uh, Kalmykia's <laughs> first president from April 12, 1993 to April 12, 2010. Two Special K's associated, associates killed journalist um, uh, Larissa Udina after she wrote articles questioning his administration and charging him with corruption. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Um, Special K quickly established presidential authority after winning the election, consolidating power in his own hands. On October 15th of 95, he called early elections and won re-election with no opposition, this time for a seven-year term. Mm. In 2002, he obtained re-election. In his campaign for the president of Kalmykia, Special K pledged to give each voter $100 and a cell phone to every shepherd because a large portion of the region's population relies on agriculture. That was <laughs> what, what kind of cell phone do you think it was? It was like a... Yeah, I don't know. You think it was a sidekick? No. A, fl- a flip phone? One of the, yeah, <laughs> it was one a, of the flip phones. It was ones. a Nokia. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's funny. The catchphrase he had used during his campaign was, quote, a wealthy president is a safeguard against corruption. In addition, he promised to implement what he called a, quote, economic dictatorship. Sounds fun. <laughs> in the Republic and to keep chess popular in Kalmykia, Russia. So he's super obsessed with yeah. chess. Yeah. 
and also the rest of the globe. Special K allegedly told a reporter from the Russian newspaper Izvestia upon his re-election in 1995, quote, Irrespective of what I tell people, I give them instructions on a subconscious level, a code. I do the same thing when I communicate with Russian citizens from other regions. I am creating around the Republic a kind of extrasensory field, and it helps us a lot in our projects. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liking it so far, right? Yeah, yeah. Special K has invested millions of dollars in both chess and religious causes. After meeting Pope John Paul II, he erected a Catholic church. That's all. That should not have been an entire sentence. Erected <laughs> Pope, Pope John Paul and Catholic should not have been in the Catholic church. Why, why Logan? Why? <laughs> Can you break that down for us? So, the erection no. of <laughs> the Catholic church. No? Yes, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> you Moving like how I wrote that? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> he claims to have also constructed a synagogue, a mosque, 22 Orthodox churches, and 30 Buddhist temples. Okay. This guy's like all over the map. All over. Mm-hmm. The only place in the world where chess is required uh, uh, is a required subject in the first three years of elementary school. Okay, that's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are currently several champions in the area. The 14th Dalai Lama was blessed has blessed several Elista temples as well as a Kalmyk Buddhist temple abroad uh, uh, as other temples uh, during his numerous visits to Kursan. Okay, so he's hanging out with the freaking Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, yes. Special K consistently faces charges that he misappropriated funds for his personal benefit and restricts press freedom. Oh, boy. Didn't he kill a (laughs) journalist? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A few protesters who called for his resignation in 2004 were dispersed by police. Dispersed, meaning they were... uh, Clinton. Yeah. 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 Many Alista residents that uh, that Australian writer uh, Eric Campbell spoke with regarding Special K were pleased that he had been able to bring attention to Kalmykia... is it Kalmykia? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Through chess, albeit one was mildly skeptical of the funds allocated for chess programs. So in other words, they were like, yeah, this is cool. He's bringing this to attention, but how's he getting the money to do all this? Because I like chess, okay? (laughs) You don't... Listen, chess is an important game, okay? But it's only a game. Why do you have to be mad? But I say, other people, they play checkers. It is for idiots! (laughs) Now, if this were me... Yeah? It wouldn't be chess. It would be mousetrap. Mousetrap. I'm talking millions. (laughs) Mousetrap. It would be required in every school. Yep. I like it. They'd have to play mousetrap. I like no. it. No. Yep. Minesweeper. Do you know do you know mouse have you played mousetrap before? Yeah, the board game where you have to try it, it's and a little catch beyond the your mouse. Age, though. The little the little trap. Yeah. You know, roll a dice and the red bathtub. Lo- yeah. I've played it before. I had I have the, the freaking mousetrap junior. But, junior? There's a junior? Yeah. But we are missing on one big important one. It's not chess. It's battleship. <laughs> <laughs> battleship. <laughs> An opposition newspaper's publisher named uh, Larissa Riodina was fatally stabbed in a lista on June 8, 1998. Both defendants in the murder were members of the Count Mickey administration, and one of them served as Special K's advisor. Uh-oh. Due to the testimony provided to support the conviction, one additional defendant was freed. The murder was investigated by the local and Russian authorities. Okay, and Special K denied any participation, but of course. Mm-hmm. He then stepped down as head of the Kalmykia on October 24th, 2010, and Alexei Orlov took his position. Special K played chess with Muammar Gaddafi. We know who Gaddafi is, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. On June 12, 2011, before the two met in public in Tripoli alongside their besieged, later deposed, and killed Libyan leader. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was designated as a specially designated... Oh, that's funny. 
He was designated as a specially designated national, okay, on November 25th, uh, 2015 by the U.S. Department of the Treasury, Treasury for, quote, for significantly helping and acting for or on behalf of the government of Syria, Central Bank of Syria, Adib Mayele, and Batul Rida. You got that? I'm on it. You got, are you guys listening? <laughs> due, to the, due to these penalties, Special K withdrew from all FIDE legal, financial, and business activities on December 6th, 2015 until his removal from the list. Despite this, UBS declared on February 12th, 2018 that all FIDE bank accounts will be closed. Hmm. Special K invested a significant portion of his own riches in the game of chess when he was elected president of the International Chess Federation in November of 95. Remember how to get that money. I don't know. Many grandmasters have supported his efforts to bring international competitions to Kalmykia. Some individuals objected to his expensive plans to construct an ostentatious chess city in the Republic. This dude is obsessed. Obsessed. While others have welcomed them for creating positive exposure. Gata Kamsky and Anatoly Karpov's 1996 match, match was initially slated to take place in Baghdad, but because of the negative response from across the world, it was rescheduled to Elista. In other developments at the time, Karasin here, a special K, ran under criticism from competitors in the American, Canadian, and European chess federations. He's getting, getting flack from all those other chess nerds. On April 27th and 28th, some of these made it to a special conference in Utrecht, the Netherlands. The gathering demanded that Kamsky and Karpov be treated equally, that the conventional FIDE cycle of uh, qualification uh, matches leading up to the world title match be reinstated, and that the FIDE be reorganized. Yes. You guys are probably wondering, what the hell does this have to do with UFOs? We're getting there. Calm down. Slowly but surely. The Utrecht partners provided support for a challenger to Special K and the FIDE Congress, which coincided with the Chess Olympiad, in order to strengthen this reformation. Brazilian Grandmaster Jamie Sonienito was the candidate. With the help of Russia and the Third World, uh, Special K was able to win the election 87-46. The usual qualifying process was not reinstated, and Special K's personal choice for a $5 million knockout tournament for the top 100 players in the globe was postponed from December 96 to December 97, with a confirmed sponsor being named $5 million for playing chess? I was just looking up the top chess players of all time, and Bobby Fischer's number three. Jeez. I actually know that story. So there was... uh... And I don't know how I was trying to look it up, but I recall something about um, there was only one player recently, a really good player. There that, could be only one. That was able to beat an AI. Yeah. Oh, you, boy. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he was a young kid too, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah it was like, like nobody's teens. been able to beat this AI robot chess player for like five years, and this kid came along and just boom, smoked it. Like beat, yeah. beat the computer. Damn. And what's crazy is the AI computer, they were saying that like, as the game's going on, it's learning and anticipating what your next move is going to be. Yep. And that's why it was so hard to beat. So this kid's doing the same but thing. But the kid did it, though. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Well, Special K here declared his potential candidacy for the Russian president in the summer of 1998. Same time, Anatoly Karpov criticized the FIDE world title system's yearly knockout format. $5 million, dude. That's crazy. Yep. That's a lot of dough. The victor of the 98 Karpov-Anand match would keep the championship for two years, according to Karpov's claim that this was spelled out in his contract with the FIDE, mm-hmm. a world title knockout series that was scheduled to take place in Las Vegas, Nevada. Later that year was canceled as a result of Karpov's successful defense of his rights. 
Apart from his encounter against Anand, Karpov had a bad year and was unable to resist the idea that he would have to join this knockout far sooner in the event that it, if it, it, that it were to be staged. Mm-hmm. Okay? The Chess Olympiad, the premier team competition of the year, is slated to begin, uh, was to begin in uh, uh, late September in 1998 in Elista. Special K was successful in convincing the 140 FIDE member nations to participate. There's so many. Chess is that big? Yeah. I had no idea. What? But because the replacement location wasn't finished in time, the event got underway later than planned. In the end, 110 teams participated in the Swiss system competition, which was trimmed to 13 rounds to account for the delay. Oh, my God. How boring. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, of course, Special K defeated Basel Koch. (laughs) <laughs> on June 2nd, 2006, when in 96-54 to retain his position as FIDE president, Gary Kasparov, who supported a Special Case Challenger, condemned Special Case leadership of FIDE in a Wall Street Journal article from October 2006, saying that, quote, Special K has created a uh, vertical column of power that would be familiar to any observer of Russia today. Damn. Mm. This is chess. This is chess. The British Grandmaster, Nigel Short, who also backed Kirsten's opponent for the FIDE presidency, shared Kasparov's concerns about Special K's triumph. It's too much. He has too much power in chess world. It's like having too much power in, like, I don't know. Tennis? No, because that's a, that's a physical activity. I can at least do Who that. Who is this? You know how much those chess pieces weigh? Oh, boy. You got to constantly do this, and you got to smack the timer, and constantly do this, and smack the timer. Like, that's a lot of work, man. I'm thinking more along the lines like bocce ball. Bocce? There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. That, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a convincing victory against his competitor, Anatoly Karpov, uh, Kersen here was, uh, or Special K, was re- re-elected as president of FIDE on September 29, 2010, winning his election 95-55. to 55. The head of the English Chess Federation, C.J. Demuy, <laughs> however, made the following vehement claims of fraud and corruption about the voting process. Quote, this was a farce of a vote. They wanted a recount on the ballots? Apparently. There wasn't even a pretense of fairness and free speech. Well, of course, there's not going to be free. And then he slaps him in the face. Mm-hmm. 2014 saw the re-election of a Special K as FIDE president following his 110-61 to 61 victory over Gary Kasparov. He then listed the following as his greatest accomplishments on his 20th anniversary as FIDE president in November of 2015. The development of women's chess. That's good, right? Yeah. So women couldn't play chess back in the Apparently day? Apparently not. They were not allowed, no. Yeah. It wasn't a competitive sport. Well, I guess. The recognition of chess as a sport. I'm still not recognizing that. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I was going to say I'm surprised it's not like in the Olympics at, at this point. Yeah, I mean, they have yeah. esports now. That's right? not a sport. Esports? No. Chess. This. Oh. Yeah. Well, even e- I'm not going to get into yeah, it. Yeah, don't. Because shouldn't sports have physical activity involved in it? Not I mean, necessarily. What? What? But do, why wouldn't it though? Well, because sports also have. But if you brain look up, as but well, if you, too. but if you look up what a Let's look at the definition. Yeah, of look sports. up the definition of sport real fast. An act of doing something. He also had the. What you call your son? Hey, sport! Hey, sport! <laughs> he also had uh, helped up with the unification of the World Chess Championship, uh, FID's stable financial situation. He helped with mm-hmm. the completion of the FIDE calendar too. Mm-hmm. All right. In the same interview, he stated that while he has no immediate plans to run for FIFA president, FIFA. He, FIFA. That's FIFA. You know what FIFA is? That's soccer. That's soccer. Yeah. Why would he do that? Keep running. Oh. You know what? You're right, by the way. What? An activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. Thank you. Or, but, number two, a person who behaves in a good or specified way. <laughs> hey there, sport! To teasing, <laughs> defeat. 
<laughs> but that's why it's called eSport, because it's an electronic sport. It shouldn't have the word sport in it. I'm I mean, sorry. There or, is physical exertion. Yes, there You can get is. carpal tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you can get tired from you sitting. Get, dude, you can have epileptic seizures and stuff, too. Your, eyes, your eyeballs could get There's strained. more physical activity in sewing, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear the eSport. And listen, I'm not negating it, because we have a family member that's actually really big into that whole thing. Yeah. I'm right here. So I get it. No, not you. I'm oh. talking like actually doing like Bobby. Bobby's yeah. like big into that and yeah. actually doing League it. League of Legends, yeah. He's making money doing it. I get it. It's yeah. cool, but it's not a sport. I make money off of it. It's not a sport. Whatever. In-game currency. <laughs> anyway. So we and said, you make friends. <laughs> yes. And it's friends all about the friends yeah. you make along I mean, the way. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whatever makes people happy, I guess. So again, he says he has no immediate plans to run for FIFA president. He may do so later on. He said, quote, I have a vision of how to make football even more popular and cleanse the organization of corruption, like we did with FIDE. He cleansed it with corruption. <laughs> so, hold on. So the National Chess champ or Regulation or whatever that, the FIDE, yeah. he's comparing FIFA to FIDE. <laughs> so he's cuckoo, is what we're yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay. So then he resigned from FI, uh, the all FIDE legal, financial, and economic operations as a result of OFAC penalties on December 6, 2015, although he is still in charge of the organization. In a later interview, he said that the U.S. sanctions were either an error or a provocative act and that his attorneys intended to sue for U.S. dollars here, $50 billion. <laughs> this is Dr. Evil. $50 billion. Dr. Evil, we don't have that kind of money. It's 1962. <laughs> $50 billion based on their anticipated losses. Oh, boy. Special K had previously stated in June 2014 that his name was circulating in relation to sanctions targeting Ukraine. Oh, boy. Mm. If you had to guess, mm -hmm. both of you, yeah. if you had to guess what the chess industry market is worth in 2022 currently uh 14.99 and we're talking u.s u.s dollars okay 15 bucks 122 billion 40 million that's what i said american chess market that's in 2022 american. is forecast to be worth 40 million u.s that's dollars. the american now there's almost well, 200 chess and what's the world that's what does I'm it saying. say world uh, let me, i want to know this so he then announced his resignation on March 27, 2017, and FIDE announced through its website that an extraordinary meeting will be held the following month to examine and approve the resignation. In response to inquiries from Chess.com, Old Special K and his assistant both denied having resigned in Russian media. What? Uh, did you find it? Yeah. What is it? The industry generated $1 billion in revenue in 2020. Chess. In Worldwide. a year. Worldwide. Chess. Yes. And chess. Oh, my God. Yeah. FIDE Executive Director Nigel Freeman, however, responded that Special K had verbally resigned during the presidential board meeting in Athens and had convened an extraordinary presidential board meeting to discuss the matter. Special K's absence from the meeting was confirmed, but he received criticism for giving false information to the media. He then reportedly submitted an application for the forthcoming FIDE election in May of 2018 with a fictitious candidate name, Glenn Stark. <laughs> Hello! It is very nice to meet you. My name is Glenn Stark. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what did you say? Yes, my name is Glenn Stark. <laughs> I am Tony's brother. Do you have you seen? He he's Iron Man. I am Chess Man. <laughs> chess Man. <laughs> According to Chess Dom, uh, Chess Dom .com, Okay. 
for breaking the FIDE code of ethics. Kirsten here was penalized in July 13, 2018 by the FIDE Ethics Committee, initially declaring his willingness to contest this ruling. The FIDE president was essentially prohibited from holding any post for a period of six months. But soon after, he decided against seeking re-election as FIDE president. Do you okay. think his campaign slogan was King Me? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> uh, he... Kirsten here was ultimately removed from office after serving as president for 23 years, starting in 95, opening the door for a replacement. Georgios Makropoulos, a Greek, uh, a Greek and the organization's second-ranking official under Kirsten's leadership, was the first to declare his candidacy. The Englishman Nigel Short. Mm, Nigel. I, I do like to play. <laughs> yes. Hello. Would you guys like to sit down and play some chess? That'd be great. Yes. Tease and crumpet for everyone. <laughs> Anyway, he, that's exactly uh, <laughs> how that match would go too. You have a little vest on, like a little vest, and one of those. Uh, what do they call? No, it? he's got the freaking the, the wool coat. What's, what's the, the short hat? The bro, a visor. It's, like, it's like a cowboy hat, but it's like a tiny cowboy hat. What? What do they call that? You know what I'm talking a top about? Top hat? No, like the little a bowler hat. Like all the hipsters wear them. Like Not, a brogue? No, God, what is that? Like a like a bowler up. hat? Is that what you're talking it's about? It's a cowboy hat, but it's a it's a small hat. <laughs> like, like uh, you mean a small cowboy hat? No, no, I'm so confused. Um, <laughs> Hold on, uh, I, I gotta, look, I gotta look this up. So he, anyway, this guy Nigel here, he actually competed for the World Chess Championship in 1993 against Gary Kasparov, and, uh, and then he came after him. So Arkady Dvorkovich, a former deputy prime minister of Russia and current member of the supervisory board of the Russian Chess Federation, was the last to declare his candidacy. Do you find it? No, it's I put in hipster hat and it's just <laughs> it just turned dying. Even your phone said, <laughs> yeah. your phone just "Fuck said, you." No, no. The 2018 FIFA World Cup was one of the major events that Dvorkovic helped to arrange. In the elections conducted in Batumi in Georgia, the, the country, in October of 2018, Dvorkovic defeated Makropolis by a margin of 103 to 78, becoming the seventh president of FIDE in its history. Yeah. Okay. This guy came from FIFA and is now the president of the chess club. Of the chess club. <laughs> Do you remember? It's like being in charge of the AV club. What are we doing here? <laughs> Jesus. Do you remember 16 Candles? Yes. Yeah. Molly Ringwald. Yes. Yeah. Ducky. John, John Cryer. Ducky. Yeah. The little hat he wore in that movie. Where he wore like kind of half back. It's like a little oh, cowboy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a cowboy. I mean, it kind you know of what is. I'm talking I know what you're about, talking though? about. It's a. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're. talking about. I don't know about. what the hell it's called though. Uh, it's a brimmed hat. It's, it's a beret? like a small cowboy hat. Is the best way to describe it. Well, no, it's got more of a, a rounded edge all the way around. They usually pop it up in the front, and you wear it back like that. I know yeah. what you're talking about. I actually have one of those. Do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah, that's what Nigel would have. Nigel, yes, look at my hat. Oh, you're talking about the explorer's hat. It's like I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got like sometimes they have like those like quilted patterns or whatever that's on them. That's not what I'm talking. No. about. it's like an explorer's no. hat. It's got a little curtain. Yeah. Um, uh, excuse me, but could you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's a bowler's cap, but I can't. Yeah, uh, I won't let me look it up. Yeah, no, a bowler cap is usually round on top. Yeah. It has the thing going around. Yeah, meet the Who Robinsons. Who knew there were so many hats? <laughs> Welcome to uh, Talking Hats. Okay, so here we go. We've talked about this guy here, Special K. Special K. Special K. What a wonderful guy, right? Oh yeah. And everyone's like, "What the fuck does this have to do about UFOs?" Well, yeah. let us take you on a magical journey <gasps> to a place where gas doesn't cost five dollars or more a gallon. 
where you can be a multimillionaire and go on legal record as having been abducted and not be ridiculed and still make money to this day. Well, to set the scene, we go back to 1997, where things are great, and men in, the Men in Black movie had just opened the box office, and, uh, of course, Logan's little two-year-old mind was blown from the awesome reality of Will Smith and his acting career before he flipped his shit and smacked a certain <gasps> Chris Rock. <laughs> Sorry. It has often been observed that, the, that UFO encounters and alien abductions tend to affect people from various socioeconomic backgrounds and are not limited to only weirdos in remote locations who happen to have cows. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Such reports have occasionally been made by prominent figures or persons of note, and these have a tendency to truly hit home and grab people's attention so they may start a conversation. One of them is the president of the Russian Federation here, a chess player who not only believes he was abducted by aliens, but also that they created the game he enjoys playing the most. Nice. Although it is unlikely that many people are aware of his name, you guys are now because we've just discussed him. Karsen Nikolaevich Illusionov. Special K has had a very notable and interesting career, as we've discussed. Yeah. You know, he was elected as the first president of the uh, Russian Federation's Republic of Kamilkia, a position he would hold until 2010, in which he would hold while serving as the president of Sand Corporation in Moscow, bursting onto the political scene. You know, corruption, it was all in there. Yeah. He was repeatedly re-elected without opposition. His term as president is most notable for allegations of corruption, financial mismanagement, and his outlandish and unconventional ideals while in office, including giving away free cell phones to shepherds, giving $100 every voter, and having an almost obsessive need to construct religious structures like mosques, synagogues, churches, churches, temples, so much, right? I mean, Obama gave away phones. This is who we were talking about. He did, actually. He did. Yeah. Do you think that's that actually helped with the ballot? No, because that came out afterwards, right? Yeah, like him doing that. Yeah, it's almost the same as the Build Back Better Biden internet thing. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'll tell you what, everyone out there, (laughs) if you vote for me, you get a cell phone. We're going to give you a you get a cell phone. Is this Bill Clinton? And you get a cell. Oh, that maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, quote, irrespective of what I tell people, I give. Oh, wait, wait, this is him talking. Yeah. Irrespective of what I tell people, I give them instructions on a subconscious level. It's a boater cap. A boater cap. Oh, I'm not trying to sign like, okay. I found a chart of all the hats <laughs> and what they're called. So we already said, this is an initial, we said this quote before here. Yeah, but you missed the step. I did? He claimed that he was able to read minds. Where did you see that? No, did, what? Oh, my God. Where do you see that at? I literally just typed, you, you gotta, look. look. Mosques, synagogues, Catholic churches, 22 Orthodox churches, and 30 Buddhist temples. I I did not see that part. Apparently, he was also able to read minds. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He knows the next move in chess. Okay. So, additionally, he was a total chess nerd, as we've discussed. After winning the regional chess championship as a youngster, he continued to play the game avidly and became a master player. And then he went on to succeed Gary Kasparov, we talked about, Mm -hmm. as the head of the International Chess uh, Foundation, which is F-I-D-E, and I'm assuming that's in Russian. Do you think they have a jacket like the PGA? Like it's a chess jacket? Absolutely. No, they give out those boater caps. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you think I got mine from, huh? (laughs) In the process of investing millions of public funds, as well as his own fortune in chess-related projects and promoting chess in schools around the world, he has played chess against some of the best players, as well as bizarre matches against an eclectic mix of celebrities and other politicians, including, as we said earlier, Muammar Gaddafi. You imagine, like, the kids in the schools. They're like, all right, kids, put your Ninja Turtles away. It's time to learn chess. Oh, man. 
Like that would suck. Yeah. But I, you know, it's probably good for like cognitive thinking and stuff like that. It's well, pretty, you know, yeah. like playing video games. Presumptive thinking. So you're trying yeah. to think about if what people are going to do. If you can get past the rule, the rules are ridiculous. You know how to play chess? Yeah. Do you know how? No. It's insane. Yeah. Like one pawn can move like two pieces forward and then one piece left. Okay. Like, and then seven. And then that? seven. You can go yeah, seven makes, here. No. It like, makes no what sense. Are you, what are you talking about? No. It's guess, dumb. Some can do. go crooked. You know why I can't? don't? Every piece play has it. its own. It's like life. Every piece in life has its own way it can go. T-shirt. Life is like chess. Life is like chess. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shirt. I like that there one. You go. So, of course, here, Special K, he adores the game of chess. We've talked about it so far for half an hour, right? <laughs> yeah. Talking about his corrupt, to the point where he's corrupt and killing people. He loves chess so much. Right? And he also believes that chess was invented by extraterrestrials from space and has also been abducted by a UFO. Oh, boy. That's where that comes in. So Special K here believes that one evening in September of 1997, as he was at home in his Moscow apartment, a UFO rushed down, being piloted by aliens wearing what seemed to be, quote, yellow spacesuits, and carried him away. He claims that as soon as he boarded their spacecraft, they gave him a spacesuit like theirs to let him breathe, and that they spoke with him telepathically. <laughs> he would say the following about the kidnapping and being on their ship. Hold on, let me take a breath. <laughs> It was my apartment. They flew in and picked me up. They were wearing yellow spacesuits. I remember this moment exactly. We went off to the interplanetary ship, and I started to feel a lack of air, a lack of oxygen. They gave me a, a spacesuit as well. One of the aliens pointed to his chest and indicated that the oxygen supply could be regulated by turning a dial. So this is what I did. <laughs> Hold on, he goes on. There's more. The ship was absolutely enormous. One of its chambers was the size of a large football pitch. We landed on one of the planets and picked up some piece of equipment. They told me everything in detail. I asked them to take me back to Earth as quickly as possible because in two days, I had to conduct Youth Government Week. Come on, aliens. I have things to do. And then they brought me back and everything was normal. A few days later, I was walking along thinking, hmm, why did they take me? And I was cursing myself for not asking them any questions. But it is possible that this is, that it is still not the time for us to meet these extraterrestrial civilizations. So that's a, that's a quote. <laughs> that is a legitimate quote that is, I found that, that from is an him. <laughs> honest quote. Yes, it wow. is. <laughs> he recalls returning to find that he had lost an hour of time. He would later learn that while he had been away, members of his staff had searched his apartment for him but had shown up empty-handed. Obviously, he was on a spaceship. These creatures, according to him, are very much like ourselves with the same thought processes and future outlooks. He thinks they were also in charge of numerous discoveries that occurred on Earth, including chess. <laughs> and of course, on this, he says, quote, My theory is that chess comes from space because it's the same rules. 64 squares, black and white, and the same rules in Japan, in China, in Qatar, in Mongolia, in Africa. The rules are the same. Why? I think maybe it's from space. <laughs> Does everybody see the life lesson in this? <laughs> I hope. I hope. Does everybody see that, like, oh, God. even people in higher up political power 
are batshit crazy. <laughs> like, I know oh. you're sitting in your house right now and you're thinking, you know what? We're, we'll be okay. The government's got our back. They're, they know what they're doing. We don't have to worry about all the millions of things per day because that's what they do. Right. This shows you. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that No, that's not the case. Mental illness is everywhere. Yes. Let's just put it that way. Yes. So given his high political standing and reputation at the time, as well as the fact that he was already well into his term as president, it might have seemed as though as the, this was a strange experience he wanted to keep to himself. However, <laughs> in interviews and with the media, he was very open and candid about what had happened to him, which caused many of his fellow citizens to question whether he was qualified to serve as president. <laughs> there you go. Uh I think he's fucking crazy. <laughs> Andrei Lebedev, a member of the Russian parliament, was particularly outspoken about his worries that uh, old Special K was possibly not in his right mind and fit to govern. This wasn't necessarily because the leader acknowledged being taken up on a spaceship or claimed that aliens invented chess, mind you. Rather, he was concerned that the leader had divulged state secrets... <laughs> that he divulged state secrets to the aliens. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the worst thing you could do. Why would he do that? Oh, my God. Others praised him for being prepared to share his story in such a public way, while others simply assumed he had lost his fucking mind. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Special K believes that by alerting the public to the existence of UFOs and aliens, he did the right thing. He has stated the following about this. <laughs> God, I love this so much. I love how Special K fits his name perfectly. Absolutely. Now. Quote, I am not a crazy man. I don't know why I did the crazy like that. <laughs> now I am Jewish and I talk like this. No, I am not a crazy man. But after I gave the first interview to Radio Freedom in Russia, thousands, not hundreds, thousands of people wrote my letters and called on the phone saying, Oh, Carson, you are a politician and you are not afraid to talk about it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It is either an example of a politician going clean about UFOs or more strange ramblings from a clearly eccentric man that he managed to remain in government for many years after this news hit. It proves that not all persons who claim to have had such encounters are nut job nobodies, and that occasionally even more powerful people have them. This was oh, <laughs> this one was oh, a little bit weirder than the most, obviously. Like this episode is a little bit weird. We just wanted to do something for uh, World UFO Day, and that is. Special K. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. You know, aliens yeah. made cars because even in Japan and everywhere you go, they all have wheels. They all have four wheels. All they, of them have four they wheels. They have windows. No, yep. no, Devo made cars. Uh, Devo? Devo. In cars. That's not Devo. That's Gary Newman. Oh, shit. You're right. Wrong show. Ooh. Fear Factory. Wrong show. Fear Factory. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that is, that is a, a crazy story that I've never heard about ever in my life. Yeah, that's pretty out You're there, welcome. man. Ever in my life. And best part, I made all of it up. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be so good. That would have been a fucking ball buster. That like, been. You're trying to find your talent. You're a goddamn writer. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. You start God. writing scripts. Yeah. That would so, be listen, cool. we just wanted to drop something quick here for World UFO Day. It's a Saturday. It's uh, about to be July 4th. Yes. That is correct. Celebrating uh, here in the United States, right? The split from a wonderful country. The celebration. Independence Day, the, which is a movie about aliens and UFOs. It welcome, is. Ironically. Yeah. And Will Smith's in it. And Alanis Morissette. And guess ironic, what? Ironic, and she is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> they play chess in that game, too. Did they? Yes. They play chess? Oh, yeah, yeah, because um, uh, Jeff Goldblum was uh, playing chess with his dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. It's all connected. 
Yeah, look and at best that. Best part wasn't the older guy that was in that movie. Wasn't he Jewish? Yes. He was, that really he was very ass. Jewish. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I keep doing it. That doesn't <laughs> even sound. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound. It's close. Got, it's like I dial in. I dial in the uh, the Russian talk. one. Yeah. And then all Honey, of a sudden, what do you mean you don't like the food I just prepared for you? That's that's <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jewish mom. <laughs> I thought that was John Leguizamo. <laughs> he's he's Latino. I know. <laughs> what? Oh my God! No, he sounded like what's his name? Woody Allen. What's what's he, said right there? he had a good one the other day. What was that? He had an impression. The De Niro, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, his De Niro. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about what I thought. And he's got to look at it. It's his face. <laughs> the face. He just looked like good. you smelled something You're shitty. Cold. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Just act like scrunch your face like you smelled something really shitty, <laughs> and then just go. Talking to me. That's, That's all you gotta do. Too, yeah. That's all you gotta do. Talking to me the entire time. We'll do it. He's crying over I here. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you guys for listening today. We know we dropped this just kind of out of the blue, but you know what? Yeah, enjoy maybe, it. Maybe it was the UFOs, or maybe we're playing chess. Maybe, <laughs> maybe because everybody has two legs in every country. We were made by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so before we go, though, I do Woo! want a quick UFO story from you. Oh, okay. You got one? And not the um, one in the backyard. Yeah. The you one, got a different one. That's really the only one I have. Oh, really? Yeah. I know you have one. We've talked about yours, too. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking at you. I mean, I was at the prison, the little like weird ass freaking lights doing circles and loop de loops and shit in the sky. I'm always looking. So we've all seen things. Correct. And so make sure, ladies and gentlemen, on this beautiful evening, look to the sky because it's probably fucking fireworks. Oh, or yeah. <laughs> just saying it. Everything is black and white and squared. There's pieces. Or it's Elon Musk. There's pieces everywhere. He's riding in a satellite. What, what would Elon Musk say about it? He'd be like, oh, here I go. Woo-wee. Fuck Tesla. I'm cutting jobs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> As he passes uh, by. Have a great 4th of July for all you uh, American like living people out there. And for everyone else out there, just be safe. Have fun. If you celebrate anything like we do, just be careful. Yeah. Right? And yeah, for the American make, dead people, do the same. Make yeah. sure you're not sober wow. when you're Please shooting your fireworks. <laughs> huh? Make sure you're not sober when you're shooting your fireworks. Well, that sounds like a great idea. It's the only way to do it. It's not a great idea. Isn't that how Dave lost, is that how Dave lost his finger? Oh, yeah. I think or was so. it in a... No, I think he chopped it off like... It, it, I know it wasn't something manly like chopping logs because it's No, Dave. I think he held an M- M80 in his hand. Is that what it was? Yeah, because his friends said they were going to beat him up unless he held it, and he just sat there and cried and let it go off in his hand. I don't think that's happened. It's very tragic. I, I don't think that happened <laughs> at all. That's exactly... <laughs> That's exactly what happened. He's like, I want to hold it. I want to hold it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's what happened. That's what happened. And listen to our Russian listeners out there, and we know we're actually on the charts in Russia right now. Thank you guys so much for for listening to us, and uh, and hopefully I didn't don't butcher it uh, the accent too much. And maybe that's why you listen because I'm a complete fucking idiot. It's very possible. <laughs> Either way, thank you for uh, for getting us on the charts over there. Thank you for Jeff for being here. Absolutely. For man. A little our little special for UFO Day, right? And uh, yeah, until next time, we'll talk to you soon and uh, God bless America. And don't forget Space Rope. Yes, and play some fucking chess. With your bowler hat. <laughs> and choo-choo, motherfuckers! Now go home and get your fucking shine box.